You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 128. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Woohoo! 128 episodes. I love it. Okay, you guys, this is the second part in our two-parter. In this part, you are going to hear me answer common FAQs from women that are learning to lose weight. And you're also going to hear me coach these very women as well. So tune in, dive in, put your AirPods, AirBuds, whatever they're freaking called in, and just enjoy. Take a deep breath. Like, let's actually do that. Oh God, you guys, I'm so weird. Aren't I so weird? I'm so weird. I love it. Okay, so deep breath and let that go and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And in the meantime, you guys, this takes two seconds. Pretty please with a cherry on top. Will you rate and review? This whole yummy mummy dealio is a movement and I can't do it alone. So please help me free a million moms by leaving a rating and review. That helps the algorithms push it out to more people. So if you've benefited from this podcast, please share away and please go leave a rating and a review. It's really easy. You just scroll down. You'll see the button right there. And of course, for those of you that are not on the wait list, get on the wait list. Doors aren't going to open until end of July, beginning of August. All right, you guys, I hope you have the absolute best week ever and you enjoy this. Let me know what you think about this two-parter. Bye. Ciao, ciao. I want to open up for questions. I want to open it up for coaching. I do want to answer see this question I had come in. What do you do when you have a stressful day? So I'll answer the question and then we could talk about it if you're open to that. So like if I have a stressful day and I don't want to eat a cupcake, like I know my strategy is like the back of my hand now because I practice them. So what works for me may or may not work for you. So I would love to know what's worked for you in the past that did not include food. For me, it's usually talking. I do really, really well talking. Like that is a huge, like I love to journal too, but honestly, it's venting. So if my husband's available, if my mom's available, if somebody is available, and and that's what you want to practice doing is not just having one strategy. Because what if my mom's not there? What if my husband's not there to talk to and vent? I have to have a backup plan and then a backup plan and then a backup plan because I don't want the cupcake to ever be the backup plan. I want to be locked and loaded no matter what. And so sometimes it's like, I have a stressful day. Nobody's here to talk to. My kids are not going to bed for like another effing two hours. I'm just going to have to feel stressed. So, so much of the time we are taught that stress or a feeling of anxiety or a feeling of guilt or like quote unquote a negative emotion, a feeling of shame, a feeling of frustration, a feeling of rage needs to be fixed. It doesn't. You're allowed to just be stressed without even solving it for the remainder of the night. Does it suck a little bit? Yeah, maybe. But I promise you, it'll suck a lot less when you're when you tell yourself, oh, I'm allowed to feel stressed. This isn't a problem. This actually isn't a problem. I need to fi- fix what up right now. What is stress? Stress is just a vibration in my body that I've been taught to hate, to to fix. We don't have to necessarily fix it. So this is what I do. If my husband wasn't there, I'd be like, I'm stressed. 
It's okay. I'm allowed to be stressed. Like talking to our kids, right? I'm stressed. I'm allowed to be stressed. It's okay. The solution to stress is not in the pantry. Food is not the solution unless you're hungry. It doesn't solve anything else besides hunger. Fascinating. It's crazy. So that's like what I would do if I'm stressed. I might call a friend. I might make it really easy for myself in that moment without guilt. So my husband travels a lot. So my kiddos will be doing kiddo things. And I'm like, this is my game. I'm like, how can I make this so easy on myself that I feel guilty for making it so easy on myself? Like I might, I'm not a big screen person with my kiddos, but like in those moments, I might be like, you know what? Tonight, a screen night for 45 minutes. Or you know what? We're getting in the car and we're going to drive. I don't know where we're going to drive, but we're going to drive somewhere because they're restrained. (laughs) I'm going to make it really easy for myself, right? And then I'm going to remember, you know what? They're going to go to bed in a couple hours. And then I'm going to like, I do like an Epsom salt bath. I know it's like cliche to be like, just have a bath for your self-care. And I'm a little against that because what I really care about your self-care is the way you talk to yourself. That's what real self-care is. And that's what real self-love is. Just the words that you say to yourself inside your brain. That's it. So that's what I really, yeah. Can you stack the deck and go for a walk or go for a drive or call your partner or give them a screen? Yes. But what if none of that is available to you? I still want you to have locked and loaded as your backup plan or as part of the plan, the way you talk to yourself. I want you pre-programming your brain with how am I going to talk to myself when I actually am stressed and I can't fix the stress? Oh, I'm stressed. I don't even have to fix it. Stress actually isn't meant to be fixed. I'm just taught that it's meant to be fixed. It's okay. I can breathe. This is allowed. 50% 50% Tina's probably taught you guys this 50% of life. I mean, this is just a guiding principle. This is not actually like a fact. They have like not proven this, but it helps me. 50% of the life of life is supposed to suck real bad. It's supposed to be like crap. And then 50% is supposed to be amazing. Instead of 90, 10 or 80, 20, I used to be like, oh my God, I'm not happy. I'm not perfect. What's wrong with me? Something's wrong with me. Oh no, it's because I'm supposed to be like ads for like three months <laughs> or a day or a night or whatever. I just feel like there's so much relief in the acceptance of. Okay, let's see some more questions. Yeah, so maybe your husband isn't like the best person. I mean, and maybe maybe, maybe you do want him to help you solve it. But if you want someone just to listen, then you could actually try telling him that. Hey, can you just like listen without trying to fix it? Or maybe you call your friend who doesn't try to fix it. Or maybe you just talk to yourself out loud like a creep. So that's what... Like, my husband actually is a good listener, like, shockingly. He's, like, a better coach than I am. So I just got lucky with that. I mean, he's not perfect, and I can tell you lots of stories of other things he does. But (laughs) so I don't know because I can't see whatever this emoji was. There's, like, a question mark. Or I can't read. I am at work. Oh, I'm at work. Oh, I get it. Okay, so you can't talk to me. Okay, that's fine. Okay, what other questions do you guys have? It could be about what we talked about. It could also be just like about losing weight in general or 10 pounds, 30 days, whatever you guys want to ask. I have a question. Yeah. Um, Tell me your question. Oh, how do you say your name? Every. 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 That's so pretty. Okay. Tell me your question. And then we'll go to Mallory if she has some coaching. So Tina did teach us about the primitive mind and the human mind. And my primitive mind is very strong. 
So it's like, I'm even having a hard time planning. So like, how do you just like get over that? Mm. You know, like slap my primitive mind and shut it down and get that human mind present, very present. Okay. This is such a great question. So I'm sure Tina has taught you about whatever I'll teach you too, because it's like, the best way to learn is repetition. So you you said, and this is what I would say too. This is very normal. My primitive brain is very strong. It's hard. Those are sentences playing in your brain. And you know what? They could totally be true. They could totally be true. But I'm curious, are they useful? Those sentences may want to be sent to the word diet. Maybe your primitive brain is strong. Maybe not. Maybe your human brain or your higher brain or your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that's really good at planning, maybe it's actually stronger. I don't know. So from that place of remembering that that is a thought and not a fact, that is a story that you're telling yourself and you're not in trouble because we all do this, right? But this can, this can be really good to know, like, oh, my primitive brain is strong. I mean, again, it could be true. Is it useful? Probably not. No, you want to know what's really strong is my prefrontal cortex. That's what's really strong. So it's going to make it so much easier for you to plan when you believe that you're a good planner, that your prefrontal cortex, that your higher brain, your cute, whatever you want to call it, as a master is so good. And you can even be like, you know what? My primitive brain used to be strong. It's not anymore. It's not, it's not my brain, the makeup of my brain anymore because I decided now. So from that place, it will make it easier for you to plan. Even it's hard. The thought, it's hard. Could it be true? I'll give it to you. Some of the stuff is hard. It is. But thinking about it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. I can't, it's hard. I'm not saying you're saying that, but like that's what my brain does. It's so hard. I hate it. I don't like it. <laughs> it blocks us. So like, yeah, maybe it's hard. And that's a thought that like, for me, I would put a footnote on or just put it on the word diet. Either way, you can experiment with either way. So like, it's hard. Yeah. Like, and that's what I would say back to my brain. Okay. So, okay. Thank you for sharing. And we are committed. So we're brushing our brain. Like, that's great that you think I, that it's hard. <laughs> oh, well, like we've done so many hard things in our life. Like my brain used to offer me, well, my brain used to offer me so much resistance when I was losing weight for the last time. But more recently, it wants to offer me a lot of resistance around doing my podcast. So I do a podcast every single week. I'm committed to it. I've never not put out a podcast every single week for like, I don't know, two and a half years or something. And yeah, that's so good. Pat on my back. So do that. When you guys do a good job with your eating, you guys give yourself a little pat on the back. Celebrate your wins. Total, total tangent. But my brain will be like, it's hard. We don't want to. We don't like it. We don't feel like it. We want to do X, Y, Z. Then it seems like my brain will be like, we can't do the podcast right now because such and such is way more important. And I'm like, and so I just, I, I don't even worry about doing too much thought work. I just literally, it's like, I just like scoop up the resistance as if it's like a boulder and I like walk it into my office with me. I'm like, all right, resistance, 
let's go. Like, come on. We're going in. (laughs) We're going in and we're doing it. And my resistance is like, okay. And then the second we hit record on the podcast, poof. So the second that you get your pen to paper and write one word, my guess is that it'll poof. The resistance will poof. So you might as well just rip off the Band-Aid, get the heavy boulder and go. Like you already, it's like, you know what helps me too? It's like, you've already decided. This is like not up for discussion. That helps my brain. Like I decided I am losing 10 pounds in 30 days. And so when your brain's like, hmm, I don't think we're going to journal today. Mm, I don't think we're going to do the things that we said we were going to do, whatever that is for you. You're like, that's so cute. That's thanks for sharing. And like, we've already decided this is not up for discussion, right? Like, do your kiddos like ask for another cookie? Yeah, of course. You give them a cookie. They want another cookie. No, it's not up for discussion. They're like, no, please, I really want it. I mean, I just love it. It's so good. It's not fair. Tommy got two cookies. I only got one. Yeah, it's a no. I love you. It's a hard no. No. So you can think of your little brain. You can think of your brain like a little kid. Some people do talk to that part of their brain like a toddler. They call it their toddler brain or their animal brain or their primitive, whatever you guys want to call it, right? Yeah, its job is to get as much food as humanly possible and to seek pleasure. That equals cookies and cupcakes and pasta or whatever, fill in the blank. So so it's normal for there to be resistance. It, it, your brain is designed to resist doing the things that it things are important that that those things like you really don't have to be mad at your brain that's why I, I always offer to you to like keep it playful keep it like a bit of a debate but like a playful debate because your brain has your best interest in mind it just doesn't know that it's 2023 it literally thinks that we live in caves and that like food is not readily available and that we're gonna have to go hunt something or find a freaking berry somewhere like hopefully So if there's a cupcake, yeah, your brain is designed. It's like triple whammy. Seek pleasure. It's very pleasurable. Like our whole entire food industry has designed all this food to make it extra pleasurable, more pleasurable than it's meant to be in nature. So we get more of a hit. More of those dopamine neurotransmitters are released. It's like a freaking party up there, especially with like sugar and processed food, not making certain foods bad or wrong. I'm just saying what happens inside the brain when you do eat those foods. It lights out. I mean, it lights up, lights out, right? So, of course, your brain's like, seek pleasure. And these foods are highly pleasurable. They're designed to get you addicted so that they can make money. I'm not even mad at them. Now I know their game. I'm like, okay, good to know. Not participating anymore. This doesn't work for me. doesn't serve me. You guys get to decide for you. So your brain's job, seek pleasure. Eat pleasurable food that gives you a net negative, most likely. Avoid pain. You want to know what's painful? (laughs) Saying no thank you to the cupcake. It's painful. Because then we have disappointment in our bodies. The feeling of disappointments in our bodies. The feeling of it's not fair. The feeling of discipline or commitment. Those are positive emotions. They don't feel positive inside your body, though, at the beginning. And you get good at it and it kind of feels kind of good. You're like, wow, I'm amazing. I'm so strong. (laughs) So seek pleasure, avoid pain. It's painful to say no, thank you. Do it with the least amount of effort. Have you guys ever heard your brain be like, just let's hurry up and get over with. (sighs) 
let's hurry up and eat the thing so they're like, we don't have to have this big discussion. And then really the fourth thing that's not in the motivational triad, but that is in your lower brain is eat all the food I could possibly fit in my body because I don't know when I'm going to get to eat next. That's your lower brain, your primitive brain from primal times. We have not upgraded our brains to meet us here in 2023. And you can. This is like part of what we're talking about is really rewiring your brain, neuroplasticity, and start. And that happens by the way that you talk to yourself. No, you know what? My higher brain is stronger than my lower brain. You can literally rewire that thought. And so that automatically you'll just start thinking, oh, my my higher brain is is in charge. Okay, let's see. We had, um, oh, I keep telling myself losing weight is hard because I'm addicted to sugar. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's two very interesting thoughts right there. Let's play a game. Losing weight is hard. I'm addicted to sugar. Okay, losing weight is hard. Fact or fiction? Story or fact? Fact or fiction? (laughs) You all get to play. You all get to play this game. Losing weight is hard. How does it feel in your body when you guys think losing weight is hard? What is the emotion that comes up? What's the feeling that comes up when you think the thought losing weight is hard? When you think losing weight is hard, you feel unmotivated inside your body. And then what do you do when you feel unmotivated? Eat a lot of cupcakes, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I want, again, maybe losing weight is hard. Maybe it even is a fact. It's not. But it's just not useful to think about it in that way if it causes you to feel unmotivated, right? This is the cycle I love to teach. And Tina teaches it too. But this is like a little bit of the Cliff Notes version of the model. Thought, feeling, action. This loop. This is how like life works. You think a thought, it causes a feeling, it causes an action. Is that sequence serving you? This is hard. Losing weight is hard. Then you feel unmotivated. And then you throw on the towel or you eat a lot of cupcakes or whatever your version is. So I would not think the thought losing weight is hard ever again. This is the best challenge of my life. I'm down. I would think that thought. I'm not saying you should go around being like, Losing weight is so easy. It's like the easiest thing I've ever done because you're not going to believe it. Don't think thoughts that you don't believe. What's a thought? Does anybody know what a thought? Let's do a pop quiz. Pop quiz. What's a thought? Who knows the definition of a thought? Yes. Tina. (laughs) Yeah. All a thought is is a sentence in your brain. And guess what? The best part of this definition, it's a sentence in in your brain, and you get to decide whether or not to believe it. They're all up for discussion. All the sentences in your brain are up for discussion. You get to decide, do I want to believe that? Does that serve me? It does not serve you to think the thought losing weight is hard if it makes you feel unmotivated and unmotivated makes you throw in the towel. So what could you think instead? Again, I'm not suggesting you think losing weight is easy because you won't believe it. I suggest you think something like, Losing weight is an amazing challenge. I'm game. I'm down. How can we make this fun? If you want to feel inspired and motivated on your journey, 
what can you think to feel that way? Caveat, disclaimer. Sometimes you're going to feel like ass on this journey. You're not going to want to be committed. You're not going to feel motivated. You're not going to feel inspired. It's so okay. So what? It's okay. You can. You don't go make out with boys at bars when you're not into your husband. You're not like, you know what? He's not cleaning up again. He told me I would. He would. And he didn't clean out the dishwasher. I remain all cleaning examples. <laughs> and you know what else? He's on his phone again. I thought we were going to do no phone dinners. All right, I'm going to the bar. Make out with boys at bars. No. It's not, it doesn't feel like the most romantic marriage ever all the time. And you don't go out there and kiss boys. I'm being silly to make an example, right? It's not going to feel like infatuation. You know when you first meet your person and it is so infatuation, it's fun, it's infatuation, it's puppy love, whatever. It's kind of how it feels at the beginning of a diet and then it's like real life sets in. Yeah. Doesn't equal quit. It equals like how can we, like this past weekend, I'm like downloading all these apps, all these question apps for my husband and I. Because I'm like, I can't think of anything to have like a rich conversation with you and to connect. So I'm going to just use apps. It's so fun, by the way. This is totally a side note. But my point is, if you can't get out of it, get into it. And of course you can get out of it. You're an adult human. But let's pretend you can't because you already decided. If you can't get out of it, get into it. I can't get out of my marriage, nor do I want to. Okay? I really don't. How can I get into it? How can I make this fun? Sometimes it's going to feel great. Sometimes it's not. You guys, this could be a little bit of homework for you. What could you think instead of losing weight is hard? Now, tipsy and truthful, Beverly TT says, I'm addicted to sugar. Mm. Okay, fact or fiction. I'm addicted to sugar. This is a fun one. What do you guys think? Is it true? Is it false? Is it just a sentence in your brain or is it a hard truth? Yeah, fiction for sure. If it's a fact, then like we might have to go to like a detox center. I don't even know. Do they have rehab for sugar? I think maybe, you know what? I've had a lot of sugar cravings. That might be a little easier. It can feel like a fact. It really can. I I feel really addicted to sugar. And you know what? It might not even be a thought that isn't useful to you. It might be useful. Oh, I'm addicted to sugar. Okay. This is why it feels hard. But you know what? If I got addicted to sugar, that's not like a thing that's permanent. I can get unaddicted to sugar. Totally. I have agency here. I'm not a victim to it. I have choice here. My recommendation from a physiological, like now I'm like kind of going out of coaching and into like advice. If you really do think you're addicted to sugar, I highly recommend that you come off processed sugar because it will make it easier. Just will. That's my opinion. I mean, I've literally tried every diet in the whole history of the world and you can lose weight and you can lose weight for the last time eating lots and lots of sugar. You really can. It's just so much easier. It's so much more effortless 
when you're not eating processed sugar. In my experience, I remember when I lost weight for the last time and my my plan was no sugar, no flour, intermittent fasting. That was my plan. I added intermittent fasting after a little while. I remember getting on the scale every day and being like shocked that I lost weight because the day before I'd eaten like real food and like a lot, like plenty of food, like nutritious, nourishing meals. And the only way prior to that that I never lost weight is like basically starving myself. So it just, to me, without going into too much science, when you eliminate sugar and flour, you balance out, this is like very, I'm skimming the surface, but you balance your hunger hormones and your body like works with you. It just make it really makes it so much easier. And so if you decide you are going to come off sugar, maybe we should have detox centers, but it doesn't feel that great for some of us for the first week. So I recommend that you get Element. L-M-N-T. It's an electrolyte that you can put in your drink or your coffee and it will it will help you with those symptoms. And it's going to give you the nutrients that you need. You can get other ones too, but a lot of them have sugar in them, ironically. So, okay, Mallory, did you have a question or a coaching kind of topic? So mine is, is like, a, it's a coaching. So I have this revolving thought that I can't do this Hmm. because I have lost weight since like, I can't even remember what it was called. I think I was like 13 years old and my mom bought this like drink that you drank every night. And in the morning it tasted horrible. I remember it started with a B and I was like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be thin. I'm going to be thin. So I've, I've done that all my life. And now I'm at a point where I, so I started at 335 for the challenge, but I actually started at 360. So my goal is to lose 200 pounds. And it, all I can think is that's 55% of my body weight. Like, holy shit. How do I take away this thought? Because it's this big giant cloud constantly over me. Yeah, totally. So let's ask you that. How do you take it away? Your brain's like, I can't do it. That's a big giant cloud, right? Like I can't do it. Right, right. I can't do it. The best thing would be to constantly remind myself, but even like saying I can do this, like instead of just saying I can't do this, like saying replacing the thought, then I instantly think, yeah, but you've never done this much. Okay, good. Okay. So let's counter that. So your brain's like, I can't do this. And you're like, no, I can. I also wonder about a question for you there. Like, what if, what, what if I can? Like, maybe I can. Instead of fighting so hard, your brain's like, I can't. You're like, I can. Mm-hmm. Brain's like, sometimes your brain will like acquiesce when you're like, it could be possible. Like, maybe, like, I'm just going to try. That might help you. But then your brain's like, but I've never done it before. Something along those lines. That's what you said, right? Yeah, because I've never lost this much weight before. I've never lost it. Okay, so what do we want to counter back to that? So this is, you guys, I want you guys watching this coaching for yourself. And I want you to see what I'm doing with her is what I'm going to do with her. What we're doing is we're going to go to the bottom of the rabbit hole. So your brain has nothing left. 
So mm-hmm. we're going to keep going. We're going to keep having the playful debate, but we get to have the last word, not her brain. Okay. So then your brain's like, yeah, but we've never done it before. What do you think you could say back? I could say, why not just try? Let's just try. What's the worst that could happen? I love that. I would have said something similar. Let's just try. What's the worst that can happen? We we know the result when we don't try. Mm-hmm. We already know. Either we stay the same or we gain. I mean, I don't know, right? But this is like, this is likely. We stay the same or we gain or we try. Two options. We know how this ends. We know what this looks like. So let's just try. And then does your brain say anything back to that? But you've tried all the times before. Mm-hmm. How is it different? Mm-hmm. And what did and what do you want to say back to it? Well, I instantly, like this just instantly came to me. I love myself more than I ever have before. I love that. So you're like, this is different because I love myself. And did you know that you actually can't hate yourself then? Mm. It doesn't work permanently. I used to do that. Yes. Yes. I'm sure we've all tried. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh no, I, I love myself now. So this is different. And then what does your brain say? Well, you can still have the pizza tonight. <laughs> okay. And then when right, is your it's Friday? Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's a whole nother coaching topic right there. Okay. So <laughs> it's Friday. Okay. So then what do you want to say back to it then? So I love the toddler thing because it instantly makes me think, well, I know, right. I know you want the pizza, hmm. but why don't we love our, oh my gosh. Why don't we love ourselves more than the pizza? Mm. You are more important than the pizza. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've never said that to myself before. I mean, that just like sprung from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you guys all have these same answers inside too. And then, so what does your brain say back then? Okay, we'll have that salad. We talked about a salad. Well, let's just have the salad. So is your brain on board? Is your brain this like... Point, yes, because yes. like I can feel it in my gut right now. Like I feel this strange effervescent feeling. I have not felt this before. I'm very into the woo and I'm like trying to be into my body as we coach and I'm feeling it in my gut. And it's like, oh, yeah felt good. It's not even in my brain. It's not in my chest. That's where it normally is. Yeah. And it's in my gut. Like, Oh, mm. yeah. Like, I want to do this. I love that. Yeah. And then your brain's like, yeah, okay. We're like, we're on board. Okay. So the only other thing I would offer you that helps me sometimes and helps my clients too, is let's think about you can think about anything in the that exists in the world. It didn't exist until it existed. Mm. Like, think of the person that tried to make this Stanley Suburban Mom water bottle. Right? 
like they try to make this 72 times before they made it. But on the 65th time, they weren't like, you know what? We can't do it. We can't make a water bottle that stays cold for 24 hours. So we're quitting. They're like, no, now we're just going to keep trying. We're going to keep going until we get there. We're just not going to quit no matter what. My husband is a scientist, like literally has a lab. He goes in there and I'll be like, how did your catalyst go today? Like, how did it go? And he'll be like, oh, it failed. And I'm like, oh my God, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to go back in there tomorrow. I'm going to make it work. And then he comes and tell me, he's like, ah, it worked. And then like, I gave it to the customer and it didn't work over there. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like, you should just quit. And I'm like, oh my God, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to make it better. I'm going to fix it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then what does he do? He fixes it. And then he has this client. And the client is so happy. But it wasn't until the 400 and freaking 17th time that he got the formulation right. But he got it right because he didn't quit. He wasn't like, oh, I tried so many times. So this means I'm a failure. So I, I should stop. He just keeps going. So when your brain's like, yeah, but we tried so many times, be like, yeah, I know. That's how we get there. It's par for the course. Thanks for sharing. Can you imagine? Like if we didn't have, what about the iPhone? The iPhone is a great example of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. like Steve Jobs, whether or not you have opinions about him, it doesn't really matter. Like he wasn't like his people would come to him. Right. And they'd be like, it doesn't work. He'd be like, go make it work. And now we have all had these amazing phones. Yes. Cause they didn't quit because they were able to playfully debate with their brains when their brains were like, it doesn't work. We don't want it. We already tried. It doesn't work. Yeah, you just you just gotta keep going, and I so I love that to my brain. Like, even yeah, like even with like business stuff, my brain will be like, oh no, we gotta. I'm gonna help a million moms be free from food forever and lose weight for the last time. But my brain's like, no, we're not. Like that's so cute. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we're doing it, and we're gonna try, and we're gonna iterate, and we're gonna iterate, and we're gonna iterate. Yeah, so you got this, girl. You totally got this. Thank you so much. Yeah. I think it's very normal. Like we all have had that thought in one way, shape, or form. I can't. I've tried so many times. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thanks for sharing. (laughs) We're going to keep going. I have this thing on my bookshelf and it's like, I have these little things on my bookshelf that are like like what I think like the secret secrets to life. It's like, it's so cute. Like my dad, like one day just like came up here and put this on my desk, but all it says is never, 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 never quit. It like really is a secret to life. I have another thing up there that says practice. I think that's so much of what this work is. Never, ever, ever, never. I think, yeah, never, never, never quit. It's like not that profound, but it's so profound. Just don't quit. No matter freaking what. Okay. And the practice one is like, I love it. It's like, it's a practice. It's not a perfect. We're taught that it's supposed to be a perfect. It's just practice. All right, you guys. I I don't know about Tina. I probably have time for one more question. I have a call at 30 past the hour. So if you guys have like one more question, 
Uh, I mean, I don't think like nothing's coming up. That doesn't mean that there's not anything. (laughs) Well, that's totally fine. I mean, you guys can also like through Tina reach out to me if, if questions do come up. I'm happy to answer them. Maybe I do have a quick one. Okay, good. I have a hard time. Like, even as I say, it, I feel like, well, that's not helpful. Like sticking to my plan. Like I plan it. I write out my food. And then like when the day comes and I go to do my plan, it feels like restrictive, I guess. Well, then I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. That's what I said I do yesterday, but I don't want to do that today. And mm-hmm. so then that's where I feel like I fall. Yeah. Fall off my plan. Okay. So I love how you were like onto yourself. You're like, ooh, the way I'm describing this may not be like that helpful. So that's good. That's such good awareness. Like instead of like, I have a hard time. It's like, oh, this is an obstacle that's presenting itself so that I can come up with a strategy to help myself. So you could just say it that way. You don't have to. You could say it the way you said it. It's fine. So like, what do you plan? Like, give me an example. Did you plan out your food two days ago and then yesterday you didn't want to eat it because it was too restrictive? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, basically. Like then we went out to dinner last night, which wasn't something that we planned to do. It was like a last minute my mom offered to babysit. So my husband and I went out and it Mm -hmm. was like, that was not on my plan. And then I got a salad and then I posted about this in our Facebook group. And then I ended up eating, my husband ordered pizza and then it was sitting there looking at me. So then I ended up eating my salad and his pizza. And then... I felt bad about it. Cause I was like, that's not on my plan. Like I had planned something different and then okay. it okay, didn't great. And then I can't beat myself up about it. Yeah, yes. Okay. So this is where the discipline comes in. And I would, I would have you do is this practice I call look back with love. So we don't stick our head in the sand and we don't beat ourselves up. And if you still catch yourself beating yourself up, just remember you're becoming someone who doesn't do that anymore. It might take a little while. That's okay. But when you decide, like I decided, like I got out of the shower that one day, I don't beat myself up. Then when my brain tries to go beat me up, I'm like, oh yeah, we don't do that. That's not who we are anymore. Okay. So for you, what I want to do is what happened right before you put the pizza in your mouth? What was this thought? So you guys, this is a, I don't even know what to call it. The tool, a hack, something I want to teach you. (laughs) Food goes in your mouth because of a thought. The food can't go in your mouth without a thought. You have to think a thought in order for the food to get in there. So for you, Christine, what was the thought that made the pizza go in your mouth? Hmm. I mean, I thought it would taste better than it did. (laughs) Before it came in your mouth, before it got in your mouth, what were you thinking? It'll be good. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Amazing. So I all want you guys, I want all y'all to go to that place when you've made a mistake. Don't make it mean anything about you. Don't make it mean that you're a failure and that you suck and oh my God, I can't do this. Just make it mean, oh, remember Luna on the on the downhill? Oh, she needs me to hold her hand. Oh, you just need a different thought in that moment. So you thought the thought, what was it? I want it. It'll be good. Yeah, I thought it would be good. It would taste good. I want it. It's going to taste good. So that's great because now you have an obstacle. And now all you need is the strategy. So next time you go to pizza or you go out with your husband, most likely your brain's going to tell you that you want something that he has. Mm -hmm. Even when you order according to plan, your brain's going to be like, I want it. It's going to be so good. What's my favorite pizza or something? So what do you want to say back to your brain when your brain offers you that? 
that it feels better to honor my plan to stick to what I say I'm going to (laughs) do. I love it. I like honor. So I would also put the word for all y'all stick on your word diet. I love what you just said. Honor. Okay. You know what feels so much better for me when I honor my plan? Mm -hmm. So that's a great counter for you. I want it. It's going to be so good. It's my favorite. You know what actually feels better in the long run is when I honor my plan. Yeah. Then what's your brain going to say though? But one piece of pizza won't hurt. There you go. (laughs) And then, so that's your homework, you guys, right? I just want to, I want to be able to wrap up our call. So that is your homework is you got to see that conversation to the bottom of the rabbit hole. And when you're having this conversation with yourself, remember, it's a playful debate. It's not a fight. I don't want you guys using willpower and like white knuckling. You can listen to my podcast I have on allow power. I teach you how to talk to yourself in those moments so that there's space and not as much discomfort. Because when you use willpower, it will run out. Like willpower is not a renewable resource. And that's why on like Friday night, you eat all the pizza. Because all week you've been so good, right? You've been so good and you've been fighting, right? And when you fight, when you use willpower, when you white knuckle, you are creating over-restriction. You're not actually over-restricting physiologically, but you're creating over-restriction and that creates over-desire and you can't handle the over-desire and you overeat. And it becomes this cycle because then when you overeat, what do you do? Over-restrict again. What happens when you over-restrict? You create over-desire. And then what happens when you have over-desire? You can't handle it literally as a human. You overeat and it goes like this. So that's why instead of you fighting and creating over restriction through willpower, I want you talking to yourself really nicely. Of course you want it. It's normal that you want it. But you know what feels better is when we honor our plan. So that's what we're going to do. Oh, one piece won't hurt. Yeah. You know what? It won't. It's not going to hurt. Or me. I don't know. Like what I I might say. Like, well, yeah, it is. If we want to wake up tomorrow and lose weight, it is going to hurt us. Or it is. It's not what it's not going to serve us. Is really what I would say. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you guys, that's what I have for you. This was so fun. Thank Thanks you for having so me, Tina. Much. You're the best. I Thank love you so much for coming. That was so good. I took so many notes. Oh, I love I'm it. Like, I'm gonna so I, I just made a note. I'm like, we're gonna transcribe this. I'm gonna go back and study it. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I'm like, I wanna make this a podcast. I was like, I'm I'm on fire. <laughs> All right, you guys. I love you all. Best of luck to you. I will see you down the tribe road. Hopefully. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I forgot to let you guys know that we do have two more spots available for the Yummy Mummy IRL, a Free the Moms retreat. We're going to do yoga. We're going to do sound bath. We're going to have mini massages and mini facials. We're going to do coaching. We're going to do workshops. We're going to do yoga nidra, which is basically like lay there flat and just, oh my God, it's like a trance. It feels so freaking good. It's like a high. We are going to have the best weekend of our lives. It's coming up quick. It's at the St. Julian in Boulder, Colorado. Oh, I forgot to tell you, we're going to go to the flat irons. We're going to do an amazing hike this weekend. I designed it and it is like, I'm like telling my husband, I'm like, I feel like this is like, this is a highlight of my year. So you are going to want to join if you want more freedom in your life. If you feel like maybe a little trapped with your health, maybe with your time, maybe in your relationships, you're going to want to come to this retreat. We're going to do it all. So this is not just a health and wellness weight loss retreat. This is a 
free the moms retreat. So go to lauraconley.com, click YMX IRL, find out the details and sign up. There's two more spots and the group, you guys, is very, very, it's like a cool group of women already. You are definitely going to make some friends there. We are going to have those crazy belly laughs and those ahas after ahas after ahas. So we do have a couple more spots left. I want you to be there if you want to be there. We are just going to have the time of our lives. If you have any questions, you just let me know. So that is April 28th to April 30th in Boulder, Colorado at the St. Julian. We have a crazy special good discount as well. So go check it out. And you know what's really fun is I'm going to be doing more and more retreats. A lot of you guys know that I used to lead retreats back in the day. (laughs) Lots and lots of retreats international here in the United States. And I'm bringing that back. So stay tuned for more retreats coming down the line. But if you want to get in now, get in. Let's go. It's going to be, it is the best way to travel. It is hands down the best way to travel. You don't need a vacation from your vacation. So go get in. Okay. Have the best week ever for real. Ciao, ciao. I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,